0: entrepreneur on fire 889
1: john aka oprah i love it
0: inspiration defines eo fire launching your podcast in 15 days defines
1: free podcast
0: course.com ignite Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for our listeners. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Ready to get your life organized? LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom is not a law firm but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit legalzoom.com and enter fire in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Light that spark, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Nicole Lappin. Nicole, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Oh, baby, I'm ready to (laughs) ignite the light and let it shine. Love it. I want to break out into Katy Perry right
0: now. (laughs) Uh, Nicole is a veteran financial journalist serving as an anchor on CNN, CNBC, and Bloomberg. Her first book Rich, B-word, a simple 12-step plan for getting your financial life together, finally was published in 2015. And you can follow Nicole on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and at NicoleLappin.com for smart financial advice and unconventional money tips. Nicole, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expand upon the biz.
1: Oh, you've done such a great intro. I'm so appreciative of being on your show. You know, I am the least likely person to be a financial expert. I actually grew up near where you are in an immigrant household, Uh, first-generation American, never had the Wall Street Journal on the kitchen counter. Uh, My parents only used cash, which sounds really awesome, and (laughs) gangster-like. Until I was that awkward girl uh, out to dinner with my girlfriends using a check or green (laughs) cash and not able to throw down a credit card. So I learned this language of money through the school of hard knocks. When I was in high school, my boyfriend said he wanted to be a hedge fund manager, and I thought the guy wanted to be in gardening. Like, (laughs) I kid you not. I was so clueless. I smiled and nodded through a lot of money conversations, like a lot of young women do. And I was too scared to join conversations or ask questions for fear of looking dumb until I got a job when I was 18 on the floor of the Chicago Merck, which is the stock exchange in Chicago, and I needed to learn that language really quickly. And at first, John, it sounded like Chinese. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I felt like a foreigner in my own country. But then it became something I could understand. And then all of a sudden, I mastered this language. And in fact, I spoke it to the world. And what I realized is that it's just a language like anything else. There just wasn't a Rosetta Stone that spoke to me in a way that I could easily understand it. So I wanted to be that Rosetta Stone for my former self, who was admittedly clueless.
0: Well, there's not a reason why they call you Nicole Lappin making it happen (laughs) for no reason. I mean, you took action, girl. You turned that hedge into a hedge fund. You've taken that knowledge or lack thereof of finance. And now look at what you've done. I mean, it's exciting. The journey that you have, Nicole, is going to be really cool and impactful for all of Fire Nation. And we're going to dive right into it. We're going to dive right into the goods and that's your oh. worst entrepreneurial moment. Nicole, I want you to tell the story. Take us there. I want to smell the roses when that <laughs> worst moment happened. Take it away.
1: Oh, I'm actually going to take you to a really smelly place that okay. right has nothing to do with roses. As you can tell, <laughs> I'm very shy, John. Yeah, you're
0: an introvert.
1: Um, I actually went to a shrink for a while and she did tell me that I'm an extroverted introvert. And I was like, <laughs> Uh, lady, what does that mean? And why am I paying you to tell me this? Um, And she was like, out in the world, like when you're doing podcast interviews, and when you're on TV all day long, and whatever, you're really out there and gregarious and bubbly. But deep down, I'm really shy. Like, when I go to events, it, it takes me a while to introduce myself to people. So when I started at CNN when I was 21, I needed to, first of all, I had no family connections. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Like, I worked my way up through to my dream job at CNN way earlier than I ever could have imagined when I was 21. So I needed to create a community for myself uh, personally and professionally. So I started going to events and I joined this group called Taste of Atlanta. I was like, well, I've got to eat. And this is kind of like an eating club group. So it's going to force me into a community to meet other people but I was really shy. So at one of these events, uh, I saw a mentor. Well, a would be mentor. She was my mentor in my mind. Um, she was a rock star in my field and I looked up to her and I totally froze when I saw her. I didn't go up to her. In fact, I like, like, Took a quick run over to the bathroom and I had no, I had no reason to go to the bathroom. I did not, not to get too graphic, John, need to go to the bathroom. I hid from this lady. So I ran to the restroom. I went into the stall. I closed the door uh, and I'm not going to get too graphic. But at that point I was like, okay, I might as well just try to go to the bathroom anyway. So uh, meanwhile, I'm like, I, I made it. I got past this lady. Like I didn't have to confront the situation or whatever. Then somebody comes into the bathroom. I was like, no big deal. I'm in the bathroom. I'm safe. I'm like closed off from all humanity. And <laughs> I'm such a loser and such a coward. And somebody opens the door to the bathroom and it was her. And my pants were literally down. She caught me with my pants down. It was the most embarrassing moment of my life. I could not believe that i was so ashamed to just go up to her and introduce myself and say hi i'm nicole i'm an anchor on cnn i really think you're amazing because of xyz instead i ducked into the bathroom and i was literally caught with my pants down
0: wow i mean talk about graphic talk about taking us there like you actually took us into the bathroom stall (laughs) nicole
1: has that ever happened on this uh, it, show? It's, it's a
0: first. It is definitely a first. <laughs> and, you know, this is episode 889. Wow. Oh, so awesome. it's pretty impressive that you can pull a first off at this at this Thank point. You. So there's a lot that we can take away from this Fire Nation. You know, number one, I mean, man, sometimes when we try to avoid what we perceive as bad situations, or when we try to just avoid things because we're we're fearful or because we're scared, sometimes even worse things and worse fears become realized. I mean, it was much worse for Nicole to see somebody that she looked up to so much, you know, literally with her pants down than it would have been just to walk up and say, hey, my name is Nicole. I'm a, you know, somebody that works for CNN. You know, I'm an anchor X, Y, Z. Let's have a conversation. So think about that, Fire Nation. Next time you're in a position where you see somebody or you want to pick up a phone and call somebody or send an email to somebody that's made an impact on your life. Like, believe me, you can make those reach outs. You can actually have those conversations and and just see where they lead because you never know. And Nicole, is there any kind of conclusion to this conversation? I mean, as far as did you end up talking and laughing about this with this person or is it, was that just like closing the door?
1: You know, I I never saw this person later on, but when I do run into her i will certainly have the confidence now uh, almost 10 years later to laugh about it um was it I katie couric thought- it was not Katie Couric, but that is a <laughs> great guess, John. Um, but I would certainly, be, you know, have the confidence at this point to feel comfortable in my own skin to do it. But um, I was too frightened then. And, you know, I certainly felt mortified at the time. I can laugh about it now. But I hope that others, you know, the Fire Nation can laugh at me Um I will certainly take it for the team as long as you just don't do the same thing I did.
0: <laughs> and what is just that one big takeaway? If you could just sum it up in maybe just one sentence, like what do you want fire nation to really take away from this?
1: Put on your chutzpah pants. (laughs) Do you know what chutzpah means, John?
0: I could guess, and I think I'd be pretty close, but I'm going to let you sum it up for us.
1: Okay. It's just, it's Yiddish. So I I told you that I'm from an immigrant uh, family. Uh, Both of my parents were Israeli, and uh, Yiddish, chutzpah in Yiddish means like gall or balls or audacity or having, you know, that gumption. So have that. Got like, it. Put like put your big girl undies on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're talking a lot about that kind of clothing and bathroom. So, we're going to we're going to do a little bit of a shift, yes. Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no need to class it up. We can keep it in this area, <laughs> okay. but we are going to shift it to another story. And this story Is, is going to be, I think a little more fun to tell in some ways because this is your aha moment, Nicole. This is a light bulb that went on at some point in your journey, an epiphany moment, so to speak. Obviously, Nicole, you are Nicole Lappin making it happen. I mean, you've had a lot of these moments and you have a lot to come, but what's one that just pops into your mind that you think Fire Nation, our listeners would really resonate with? Take us there.
1: Yeah, so I had a mentor, uh, a real mentor in real life, not just one that I ducked into the bathroom hiding from, (laughs) Um, but I was really lucky. She's a rock star in the media world. She's on a major show, and I always look up to her. I had a massive professional girl crush on her. Um, She, you know, was a big advocate for women, helped women negotiate salaries. Um, You know, I wouldn't name her because it's not the point of the story, but I was lucky enough to not only meet her, but she saw me on the air and she invited me on to her show. And I became a regular on her show and we would have conversations. So I was like, oh my God, not only do I get to talk and know this woman that I've looked up to, but I get to work with her and get her advice. So she would call me, um, and talk about my performance on the air and how my voice was and what my clothes were like and all sorts of other things. And, uh, I was working the morning show on CNBC at the time and, um, I was never sleeping. Um, you know, I had a terrible sort of schedule and she called me at two o'clock in the afternoon one day and she said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm drinking a bottle, I mean, a glass of Cabernet. (laughs) And I said, really, that's happening. And she said, do you want to get married? And I said, "Uh, um, excuse me? And she said, uh, I was like, oh, well, you have to take me to dinner first. No, I, I said, what do you mean? Do I want to get married? Like, aren't we here to talk about my career? Like, I'm really focused on my career. I'm Obviously, I have this terrible schedule going on. This was like the last thing I'm thinking about right now. And she said, you need to think about it right now. And at that point, I was 25. And I'm like, I'm young, like, I don't need to decide I need to get married, or I want to have kids or whatever. Um, you know, we've all met those girls who are eager beavers to put a ring on it and get prego. <laughs> like, we've seen all of that. And I'm not that girl. And she said, you need to be that girl. Like you need to have a cohesive narrative for your life uh, because you will have a better chance of being successful. And I said, wow, not having an answer to my mentor's question makes me feel really out of control. And it gave me a lot of anxiety. And what I learned from that is that I needed to write down goals for my personal life, even though it felt awkward and uncomfortable. I needed to create um, benchmarks for myself so I could put my personal life into more focus. So after that, I created one, three, five, seven, and 10-year goals. So the first year was make time for dates, even if I was exhausted or wanted to be working. Year three was date one person seriously. Year five was consider getting married or engaged. Year seven was consider having a kid, maybe. Uh, Year (laughs) 10 was consider having more kids, maybe. And so None of these things happened, by the way. Um, and I changed my goals often. In fact, I met somebody who was already married, divorced, had a kid, and like this whole thing, you know, I changed this list many times. Uh, but the point was that it gave me clarity and it gave me focus and it put importance into my personal life in the same way as my work life had that same, um, goal importance attached to it. And it didn't feel so chaotic or out of control.
0: How important, Nicole? Do you think focus is?
1: I think being laser focused is the most important thing uh, to creating a successful life in all aspects of that word. Whether it's, I call it the three F's, um, I like the F words. I know we're not allowed to say <laughs> some of them on this show, um, but family, finance, and fun. So finance related to your career and what you want from that part of your life. I think it's really important to create goals in those increments that I came up with felt much more manageable. It didn't feel like big and lofty. Um, in the family section, I think it's ultimately important as well because you need to reconcile what you want from your family life and your financial life or your career. You can't be a trauma surgeon, for example, and a stay-at-home mom. It just doesn't work. Um, and then also for fun. What do you want to do for fun? Do you want to go on vacations? Do you want to go to drinks with girlfriends? Do you want to go out to dinner? All of those things... I think are important to write down because successful women and men for that matter too, but I, in my book that's uh, that's coming out is geared toward women taking control of their financial lives. They are more likely to be successful if they create a cohesive narrative around those things.
0: Love it, love it. Yeah, focus is a big part of my life. It's something that I really like to share with Fire Nation and there's a great acronym, Nicole, I think that you're gonna resonate with. So feel free to, to take this, make it yours as you move forward focus, follow one course until success.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: There you go, girl. John Lee Dumas making it happen.
1: (laughs) Doesn't have the same ring to it, but let's go.
0: No, no. We'll come up with something better. Uh, So Nicole, we are moving into what I call the one minute mindsets. I'm going to ask you five questions and they're pretty easy questions. I'm going to be honest with you but they're insights into your mind and take about a minute ish to answer these questions. And the first one is ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like?
1: Ideally, the first 60 minutes of my day include one cup of coffee, hopefully two cups of coffee um, and a workout and reading all of social media and all of my emails.
0: There you go. 60 minutes done. What is your biggest weakness, Nicole, as an entrepreneur?
1: I think my biggest weakness right now as an entrepreneur, and I have a pretty big team uh, that reports to me at this point, uh, owning a production company, is micromanaging too much. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs would say that this is a weakness of theirs, but it it's really something that I try to be mindful of um, in order to empower my fantastic team that I have hired. I also tend to write a lot of one sentence in coherent emails.
0: (laughs) I think I've been the recipient of a couple of those.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Um, Instead of actually putting all of my thoughts for one particular person uh, in one email so it's there and organized and they can execute upon that list.
0: I think one email I got from you was blah. Oh, really?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's like me. And Uh,
0: let's give a shout out too to somebody on your staff who is a Mainer.
1: Yeah, Ellen London.
0: Booyah, in the house. Aya, I'm a native too. Fire Nation knows that as you, Nicole. (laughs) So let's move on to your biggest strength.
1: My biggest strength is knowing what I don't know. And I don't know a lot, but I have the awareness to know what I don't know. That's for sure. And if you're the smartest person in any room, you're in the wrong room. Oof, so.
0: You just stole the words out of my mouth. <laughs> What's a habit, Nicole, you wish you had?
1: I wish I had the habit of organizing my email.
0: <laughs> Instead of writing blah. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I wish I didn't write emails that said blah too. <laughs>
0: Nicole, it's all good and we love you even more for it.
1: I'm just me. I'm, you know, love me or hate me. I'm me. We love you. Thank you.
0: What is one thing of all the things you have going on that has you most fired up right now?
1: I am most fired up about launching a book that is the first personal finance book that speaks in plain English and swears because in my Real language, I do that. So
0: Real biatch, we can say that. <laughs> biatch. That's
1: right. And I, you know what? Honestly, I know that it's considered a bad word. I take a little offense to that. iTunes, because <laughs> I am <laughs> taking back this word and owning it, John. I've been called the B word in a derogatory sense, but there is nothing wrong with being strong and confident. And I think a lot of derogatory words have been taken back by certain groups and used as a badge of honor, and I want to do the same thing. So if having no debt and being on top of my career means I'm a B, then I'm a B and I'm proud of it. Good
0: for you, girl. I know Fire Nation is giving you a slow clap. Some of them are giving you a fast clap right now. And oh, yeah. Nicole, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. There's a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with the click of a button. But there are times when online communication can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with it is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping me expertly manage all of my business calls, eVoice provides me with a better way to connect with clients and business partners. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, In a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So no matter where I am, I always have the ability to connect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit eVoice.com slash fire today. That's eVoice.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the best time to start getting your life organized is right now. And the easiest place to do it is LegalZoom.com. Getting your life organized starts with protecting your family and a great way to take control of your family's future is making a will or living trust. That's where LegalZoom can help. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. Getting your life organized also means taking control of your financial affairs. So if you're thinking of starting a business or you have one already, LegalZoom can help you form your business and provide the support you need to run it successfully. For more than 10 years, LegalZoom has helped millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you need legal advice or guidance, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states since they're not a law firm. Don't wait any longer to organize your life and save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's discount code FIRE. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. Nicole, welcome to the lightning rounds where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Plan. Bring it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Oh my gosh, John.
0: I only bring the heat, girl.
1: John, aka Oprah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I love it. What was holding me back um, from being an entrepreneur? I actually think I was always an entrepreneur, even when I worked for big companies. I was really entrepreneurial within the confines of a big machine. At CNN, I started a series called Young People Who Rock, which was this little engine that could. I updated my own WordPress. Um it, you know, it looked like a bigger deal than it was, but it was actually my little baby that I created within a massive network. So I think I was always entrepreneurial to some extent. I think the biggest thing holding me back from actually going off and starting my own company um, was, you know, what a lot of entrepreneurs probably say on this show was the fear of failing. But once I realized that I should uh, take a page out of wall street's playbook and use it for myself, which I think is the only money in wall street truism. It's better to beat low expectations. Um, I set pretty low expectations for myself and just assumed I was going to fail. So it made it a lot easier. (laughs)
0: Love that. And Nicole, you've got a lot of great advice in your life, but what is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Buy low, sell high.
0: There you go. You know, you think these questions are all hard. Boom, you come right back at us. What's a personal habit that you do have, Nicole, that you believe contributes to your success?
1: I do not sleep. Money does not sleep, and neither do I. Um, I've actually appreciated sleep more in my older, wiser years. Um, so I think that my hyper ambition has. Calmed down a little bit, but uh, it's the drive that I'm always hungry, and um, I'm never, I never feel like I've gotten there. I just always want to keep moving and keep alive and keep moving toward the next thing, um, no matter what. So I think that that's helped me. It's it's been, you know. Uh, sort of a hindrance in other places of my life, but it's distinctly me and anyone who works with me or for me or around me knows that.
0: Nicole, you have a big team. I'm sure you use a lot of resources, or at least your team does, to keep everything running. Do you have a specific internet resource, like in Evernote, that you can share with our listeners?
1: I'm obsessed with all things Google Documents. I think I've actually... Um, if there was a limit to Google documents and, uh, Excel documents or whatever those are called, like within yeah, Google, the spreadsheets, yes, then I would be a, an offender of that. Yeah,
0: you've um, maxed out girl. Let's be honest. I
1: have totally maxed out. Yes. That's the <laughs> best way. So we can all edit all together. I know that's not the sexiest one, but it's really the one that I use the most often with my team.
0: Love it. And Nicole, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join Rich Biatch on the show notes page of Entrepreneur on Fire, what would that book be and why?
1: Skinny (laughs) B.
0: Skinny Biatch. Right. I read that book way back in the day. You did? Yeah. That's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, my mother had it laying around. I was like, I'll read this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. They had like a whole chapter entitled Poop,
1: I think. Yeah, see? (laughs) Totally, that's totally my jam. And my actually, part of my inspiration for writing my rich bee was to try and make it a skinny bee, but for money. Ah. Because what I learned from that is that it took, it was really like a vegan cookbook in disguise, as you saw. But it reached a mainstream audience because of the language it used and the stories it told and, and sort of the tone it used. So it really didn't, you know, it, it was nothing more than a vegan cookbook except for the fact that it reached a mainstream audience. So that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to compete within the personal finance section right. of the bookstore. I wanted to compete in front of the store just for the narratives that I have and the stories that I tell and the adventures and misadventures, mostly misadventures because those are, always was more amusing.
0: And we always talk so much better in our own voices when we're actually being genuine with ourselves with the words we're putting on paper and with the message that we're sharing and fire nation like i want you to be carrying that through as you're building your business your brands be you nicole Lappin, is being nicole Lappin, making it happen and she's being true to that
1: <laughs> it took me a while though john this was not like i woke up actually it sounds weird and you know could feel that comfortable in my own skin. It took me a long time being on the air, doing reps to say, okay, I'm, you know, I know what I know, I'm smart. Uh, Throughout my career, they told me to cut my hair to look more credible. And I was like, no, I'm sorry, F you. I know my stuff, I, you know, I'm a really good journalist and I don't, I can have long hair. And that sounds like a really silly, small example, but I really wanted to stay true to myself myself Appearance-wise, integrity-wise, um, and just stay true, true to my work ethic, and hopefully that spoke in the end. But it's taken me a while to take off the veneer of saying, "Oh, I, I've seen this girl on TV. She looks perfect. She's born with a silver spoon in her mouth." Like I don't, you know, whatever. And that's not true. I mean, I have more issues than Vogue. Like, <laughs> you know, and I happily go there. My publisher called me and was like. Nicole, do you really, really want to go there? And I was like, yeah, I really do because I'm really ready to say like, okay, the only way to make this stuff resonate is to talk about it openly and honestly, warts and all, like everything. That's the only way that you're going to help people. Otherwise, you can see past the inauthenticity.
0: Nicole, you are a sister from another mister, let me tell you, because (laughs) this is episode 889. Okay, I just, I beg anybody that's listening that hasn't been around for a while, Fire Nation, go back and listen to episode 89 or 289, even 489. I mean, you'll hear a different John Lee Dumas, you'll hear a different host of a podcast because I hadn't, found the ability at that point to be my own personality, to be my exact personality that I have and to personify that. It it comes with time. And and I have a big quote that I believe in, Nicole, is if you want to be, do. I mean, I wanted to be a podcaster. I had to flip and podcast over and over again to get to the point where then I could be really a podcaster in my own skin. It takes time. So you weren't there day one, Nicole. I was definitely not there day 100, but it comes with time, Fire Nation. And Speaking of that, Nicole, have you turned your book into an audio book yet?
1: Yeah, I have. I actually just finished recording it.
0: Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and I forget, did, oh yeah, you, you know, your, your book recommendation was Skinny Biatch. So yeah. Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like Nicole's for free at EO Fire Book. Com. Don't worry, Nicole still gets paid. Nicole, <laughs> this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter, taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and I'm laughing so hard, Fire Nation, because so many of my guests like prepare so hard for this question because they all get this, this interview flow before the interview and they have amazing answers. And Nicole being true to herself, has no idea of any I of these no questions.
1: I, well, this is like... You're- so,
0: I'm reading this question and I'm just laughing so hard because I know your head is popping off as, <laughs> as we're speaking. But you know what? Do your best, girl.
1: Um, I would just totally watch House of Cards. I mean... <laughs> but- <laughs> Do I? I get a laptop. I get yes. Money? Like I would order in and chill and do nothing for seven days. Oh,
0: I love House of Cards. It's right behind Homeland and my amazing totally. show. What categories.
1: What do people do? I feel now. I feel like a big slacker. But that sounds amazing to just have like silence for seven days.
0: You know, but this is the point, which I love is is your answer here. The point of this question is your answer. You know, some people come up with really elaborate seven day strategies, which is really cool and very helpful. Um, other people say, you know, I'd go serving for seven days or I'd watch House of Cars and eat, you know, <laughs> pork lau main for seven days. So whatever works in Nicole, I want to end this interview on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye.
1: Awesome. My best advice is to get it together and get it all. There is no closed off boys club when it comes to the world of business, entrepreneurialism and money. It might feel from the outside that there are fancy red ropes and that you can't get in. That's BS. iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone is allowed in. And once you're in, it's actually not that fancy and it's not that serious. So get it together and get it all. And I'd love to continue the conversation. You can find me on socials at Nicole Lappin on Facebook, Twitter. I was early on Twitter, early on Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, like everywhere. I'd love to continue the conversation.
0: You are a social media queen bee, and Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Nicole Lappin and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with all of her contact info, her amazing book. It's an audio form to Fire Nation. You name it, it's going to be on that show notes page. And Nicole, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bam! Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.